Good morning from Westpac and welcome to another Finance AM podcast. I'm Ray Spicer, Westpac Market Strategist. In the financial markets on Friday evening, we saw bond yields falling after some key inflation data uh, was seen to be slightly lower than expected. The S&P 500 closed up 1.5% and the US dollar, well, it actually rose slightly, not what you'd expect. Uh, that could be something to do with quarter end to month end rebalancing. In the currency markets, the US dollar index is up 0.4% on the day. The Aussie dollar ranged between 0.6670 and 67.19. The Kiwi dollar ranged between 62.37 and 62.90. And the Aussie Kiwi cross ranged between 106.72 and 107.21. In the interest rate markets, that's where most of the action was. Two-year Treasury yields fell from 47 to 4.03%. That's a decent move, even in the context of heightened volatility these days. Well, the 10-year yield fell from 3.58 to 3.47%. And market pricing for the Fed hasn't changed dramatically. They're still pricing in 14 basis points for the next meeting on the 22nd of March. And uh, thinking that that will indeed be the peak in the cycle. Australian interest rates uh, saw the three-year government bond yield falling from 2.94 to 2.83, the 10-year yield falling from 3.33 to 3.23%, really following those US moves. Market pricing for this week's RBA meeting uh, have the cash rate five basis points higher, uh, so they're saying basically a 20% chance uh, that you might get a rate hike, but the consensus does appear to be uh, a pause for this meeting. And New Zealand markets, uh, they are pricing in that the OCR will be raised by 25 points this uh, week on the 5th of April, and uh, the peak will occur in July at five and a quarter. In the commodity markets, Brent crude oil rose 2% to uh, $80 a barrel. Uh, There's just been a surprise headline from Saudi Arabia that's cutting oil output dramatically, so uh, we'll see when the oil markets open up just what the effect on that is. Uh, Copper, a little changed. Iron ore, also a little changed at $128, and gold down 0.6% to $19.69 per ounce. The uh, main data that the markets were watching on Friday night was around that personal income and spending report, and it's the component called the core PCE deflator, which the markets were fixated on. That is the inflation measure that the Fed explicitly targets, and it pulled back a little. Uh, so the annual pace uh, slipped to 4.6% from 4.7%, and 4.7% was the expectation. So a small move, but uh, welcome nonetheless, and from a Fed perspective, uh, certainly moving in the right direction, although uh, they would probably say that there's still more work to do. There's also a consumer sentiment survey out from the University of Michigan, and uh, they have a couple of inflation expectation components. The one-year-ahead measure uh, fell from 38 to 3.6%, but the 5 to 10-year-ahead measure actually rose a tad from 28 to 2.9%. On the day, what's out that could be market moving? Uh, not a great deal of top-tier data, certainly not in the local time zone. So in Australia, we'll have uh, CoreLogic uh, house prices for the month of March, and dwelling approvals and housing investor, uh, sorry, housing finance data. Uh, in Japan, we'll have the Tancan Manufacturing Survey, 
Uh, in China, we've got the Kaisen Manufacturing PMI Survey, and uh, further into the Northern Hemisphere in the US, uh, we'll have uh, manufacturing PMIs from the uh, S&P Global as well as the ISM uh, labels. So uh, a couple of manufacturing surveys in the US to give us an up-to-date read on activity there. Um, but otherwise, we've got a uh, fairly big week uh, for the local time zone, so the RBA uh, for Australia and the RBNZ for New Zealand, and then on Friday, uh, the key global event, I think, will be the US non-farm payrolls. Well, that's it for me today. Thank you for listening. I'll be back again same time tomorrow morning.